Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations, one and all. Welcome to the Saturday Stew. Saturday Stew. Mercy, I do need a break. <laughs> Welcome to the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. <laughs> it's healthy love night. <laughs> the sound of Akil Ben kicking things off. It's called break tonight. It looks like I'm a little bit tired, huh? Need a break. I want to say big ups to each and everyone locked in right now. Those from near, those from far, those on tune and radio. Locked in on the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Welcome to you. How you guys doing? I want to say blessings to those across the pond. Top of the morning to you guys over in the UK. King Genius, Queen Genius. Much love to you. Give me a blessings to those out in New Jersey. Tonight, tonight. Acting on NIE Radio. Hanging out with the motivator. Spoke with the motivator a little bit earlier. He was a little bit tired. tired. Putting in some extra time. Give me a, give me a. Easy yourself, motivator. I want to say blessings to those who are on mix102.com Also out of New Jersey And their sister station down in Jamaica Earth 96 FM Wagwan Yad Symbol How are things bro? I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired I want to say blessings to those who are locked in on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Veteran in the business, Mr. Lindsay. Tired. Give me a, give me a break. Talk about a man that is putting in some work. Ever hard at work. Much love to those who are locked in on YouTube Live. Those who are on Zeno FM, those on Clubhouse, bubbling in the stew pot. Welcome to y'all. Those on Facebook Live. Welcome to you. Now those on Facebook, remember. It's only a segment broadcast, so don't get too comfortable. But come on over to KevinStew.com Where you get to enjoy the entire broadcast Give me a break tonight, tonight, tonight. I'm tired, I'm tired. Now doesn't that sound awesome? Tired, tired, tired. Give me a, give me a break tired, tired. Give me a, give me a Now those of you that are watching on Facebook Live there's a link right there in the in the comment section. It takes you straight to KevinStew.com. And I wanna say big ups to those who are locked in already on KevinStew.com. Home of the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. 
itself the love night and this is how we do it I want to say thank you to my segment sponsors before I get too deep into things. Thank you to Pulse Media Group. And being in a moment to spread, let's go ahead and give him a call. They'll take care of your videos, your photos, your streaming, your ads. You're looking for somewhere to host your website? Yeah, you can call them up to 754-999-1140. I think they do a pretty good job. They host my website. Call them up and tell them Kevin Stew sent you. Thank you, Pulse Media Group. I want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea SU is a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you bringing her table, her oils, and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call today, 954-655-9000. Schedule your appointment. Get it for yourself, get it for a friend, get it for your parents, get it for your partner, get it, even get a couple massage. I'll tell only have one request, outside of paying her that is, is that you get off her table and go sleep somewhere else. Give me a break. Yeah, she got to go and she's done. Let's call the Kevin Stew Claus. I'm always falling asleep, that's why I name so. I want to say big ups to the global base. The global base navigates your journey across music, marketing, and more. It's a realm where social spheres awaken through mastery. Go ahead and embrace the invitation to liberate your creativity unbounded and free. The Global Beast is your catalyst for everything related to music, marketing, events, planning, and social media. Go ahead and check them out. D-A-Global-B-A-S-E.com Check them out today. Link up with them for a free consultation. And tell them you heard about them on the Kevin on the night shift to DJ Kevin Steele. Hey Hubert, how are you doing, bro? Yeah, it's been a minute, hasn't it? Honestly, thank you to McNeil Trucking. With McNeil Trucking, your goods are in good hands. They're licensed and insured movers in the state of Florida. Veteran owned. So if you want to move from the Keys and go up to Jacksonville. From Naples to Palm Beach. From Pompano to Pensacola and all points in between. They've got you. You want to put some things in storage? You don't have the manpower, you don't have the equipment? Don't worry, you have the name, you have the number. McNeil Trucking. 954-406-9740. Call them up today. Tell them Kevin Steele sent you. Take advantage of name dropping. Give me a break. 
How tired are you? Tired. Give me a, give me a. Do you need a break? Tired. Tired. Give it's breast cancer awareness month. Break. But you know, if you know me, I don't wait until a particular time what that is being recognized to address a, t- a certain topic. It just so happens that it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And you know, I like to do things a little bit different. So tonight, we're addressing breast cancer in men. It's a lesser address of the cancers. And listen, boy, when you talk about a cancer in a man, you never really think or talk about breast cancer. But we're addressing it tonight. So go ahead and call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Don't leave anybody else. Call up everybody. Let them know the night shift is on with DJ Kevin Steele. It's healthy love night, and tonight we're talking about breast cancer in men. Thank you, Akil Ben. Track is called Break Tonight. So what do we know about breast cancer in men? Do we know anything about it? Anything at all? Do, did we even know that there was such a thing? Because when you, when, you, when you really think about it, how many people have you heard talk about, boy, you know, my father, my brother, my, my brethren, my teacher, my, my neighbor, who is a man, has breast cancer and he's getting treated for it I, I i don't know five people that can say they know one person that has breast cancer or is related to somebody a man i should say to be specific they know a man that is suffering from breast cancer but needless to say according to cancer.gov that GOV, yeah, that one. Um, breast cancer may occur in men at any age, but it usually happens in men round about ages between the, the 60 and 70 year mark. Male breast cancer makes up less than 1% of all cases of breast cancer. Now, that doesn't mean it's not important. It just that it just means that it makes up less cases. There are what about four types that are found, that are found in men. You have in, infiltrating ductal carcinoma, which is a cancer that has spread beyond the cells the cells lining um, ducts in the breast. Now, again, you don't really think of a man's breast as a mammary gland like that for it to be lined with ducts and stuff. It just exists. And, and you know, if, if, if a man is, is built a certain way, then, you know, he got the pecs. And if he is skilled, he can make each of them dance independently. But we don't think 
ducts and cells lining these ducts and the possibility of anything going wrong that it could be called cancer. However, this is the most common type of breast cancer in men. Then you have ductal carcinoma in situ, which is abnormal cells that are found in the lining of a duct, also called intraductal carcinoma. Then there's inflammatory breast cancer. And that's a type of cancer in which the breasts look red and swollen and feels warm. Now, someone like me, that's the kind of, of breast cancer that would probably show up immediately. You know, I'd, I'd recognize that I have breast cancer just as soon as it starts. Because if my chest is going to feel swollen and I haven't been working out, then that should send up a flag immediately. Because I'm I'm not one of those big buff guys. I might look it in my head or in my imagination, but in real life, no. So that would probably be one of them that would show up that, that, that I would recognize personally real quick. Then there's Paget disease of the nipple. And it's a tumor that has grown from ducts beneath the nipple onto the surface of the nipple. Um, lobular carcinoma in situ abnormal cells that are found in the lobes or sections of the breast which sometimes occurs in, also in women has not been well let me not say also in women this sometimes occurs in women this has not been seen in men so it's not that all types of breast cancer are made equal no some of them are just for women. Not to say that women must have them. It's just that the women are the only ones that experience those. Anything that increases your risk of getting a disease is called a risk factor. And having a risk factor does not mean you will get cancer. Not having risk factors does not mean you will not get cancer <laughs> you need to talk with your doctor if you think you may be at risk risk factors for breast cancer in men include treatment with radiation therapy to your breast or chest uh, having a disease linked to high levels of estrogen in the body such as cirrhosis um, or or Klinfelter syndrome i don't know if you've ever heard of that one klinfelter syndrome we're gonna touch on it a little bit later on having one or more female relatives who have had breast cancer may put you at risk of having it yourself as a man having mutations in genes such as brca2 these are some of the, the, the risk factors that can affect breast cancer in men. So it's, it's not that far-fetched at all. The genes in cells carry the heredit hereditary information 
that is received from a person's parents. Hereditary breast cancer makes up about 5-10% to 10 of all types of breast cancer. Some mutated genes related to breast cancer such as BRCA2 are more common in certain ethnic groups. Men who have a mutated gene related to breast cancer have an increased risk of getting the disease. There are tests that can detect mutated genes and these genetic tests are sometimes done for members of families with high risk of cancer. Lumps or and other signs may be caused by male breast cancer or by other conditions. So you want to check with your doctor if you see a few things happening. Things like a lump or thickening in or near the breast area or the underarm area. If there's a change in the size or shape of the breast. Now, again, there are some men that their, their chest is well-developed. There are some men that probably look like me and are pretty flat-chested. So if you have a lump or a thickening that is near the breast area or the underarm area, then it's going to be noticeable. There are some things that you... you literally just do not miss and that would be one of them then you have a dimple or puckering in the skin of the breast you may have a nipple that goes inverted it turns inward into the breast that is something that you may be concerned about you know, that, that, that should set up a flag because here it is. It's on the list of things to look out for. If there is fluid from the nipple, especially if it's bloody or pussy, then that's a problem. Scaly, red or swollen skin on the breast, nipple or areola, which is that little area around the nipple. Yeah, that part. Cause for concern. You should be looking to contact your doctor right away if you see that happening. If there are dimples in the breast that look like the skin of an orange called peau d'orange, well, you may want to... Yeah, you like that, that tossed-in little accent there? Yeah, you consult your doctor. Whether you have an accent or not, at that moment, whether it's sound cute or cool or whatever, no cause for concern. Flag. So at that point, you need to be making some, con some, some connections, you know, making some calls, call doctor, hey doc, this is what is going on, this is what's been happening with me, um, talk to me, what, what do I need to do, what, what are my next steps? And more often than not, chances are your doctor will tell you the next step would be tests. So what are the tests that we're talking about you know what 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 needs to happen at the point where after you contact your doctor and say okay um you know 
I'm concerned about this little thing that is is happening because it never used to happen before and it's happening now and it's causing me some concern. What do I need to do, doc? Uh should I should I be writing my will? Should I be getting my affairs in order? Are there things that I I I I I should be doing from my bucket list right about now? You know, what where do I go next? And so there are some some exams that your doctor may recommend. There is a physical and health history that you probably need to check out your clinical breast exam, your mammogram. Yeah, mammogram for men. Who would have thunk it? My thing is, the way how mammograms are done, the average guy that looks like me, would you be doing a mammogram? Because I, I don't think there's... what Are you going to lay your whole body down between the two plates is is that how it's done for men what 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 happens for a man when it comes to getting a mammogram done now i do understand that there are some men who have become overweight or maybe that they have some hormonal issues and they develop man boobs not not making fun of anybody not not just making it as 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 layman as as possible putting it in, in in lay terms as much as possible you know i guess then you could say all right cause for concern these con- other concerns i have would a mammogram be good for me if you used to be overweight and you lost the weight and you end up with a saggy chest. Maybe, just maybe, you, uh, mammogram would work for you. And basically, it's a, a, an X-ray of the breast. That's what a mammogram is. So, would an, a regular X-ray, regular chest X-ray, work for a man that is, is is slim built? A man that doesn't work out and have these pecs that dance on their own, does that work? Because a physical exam is where there's an exam of the body to check general signs of health, including checking for, for signs of disease such as lumps or anything else that seems unusual, and a history of a person's or a patient's health habits and past illnesses and treatments will also be taken into consideration. The clinical best breast exam, the CBE, is an exam of the breast by a doctor or other health professional, and doctor will carefully feel around the breasts and under the arms for lumps or anything else that seem unusual. Is this the kind of exam that you can call on someone that is close to you to get involved with? You know, hey, you know, come check me out. Now, I don't know a lot of men that would say, you know, yo, Bridgen, I don't know, feel this. This feel normal to you. They may, they may call on a female friend, and especially Jamaican men. This, that's the kind of people we are. And, you know, not, 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 not throwing shade or anything like that, but 
that's just how it is. And so, with that being the case, that being the situation, you, you, you kind of have to understand what you're working with here. But when it comes to your health, I don't think any of those things would really matter. How you feel about it. We're going to take a quick little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more. Um, we're going to use this opportunity to, 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 to part company with those on Facebook Live. And the broadcast continues on kevinstew.com, on TuneIn Radio, on the affiliate stations. Um, Island Worldwide out there in New York. Big ups, big ups, big ups. I didn't big up the New York Massive. Um, big ups to those in New York. Some of you had some flooding earlier this week. Glad you're drying out. Island Worldwide, China Nicole, uh, the Jump Out Production crew. Uh, Gary, much love to you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the continued support. Truly appreciate love, you guys. And those who are out of Long Island on Reggae Pulse Radio, much love to you guys also blessings blessings thank you for spreading the word thank you for sharing and and making the information go out to your corner of the world we're gonna take a quick break but um before we go on the full break there are a couple of things that i I want to make mention of one of them is coming up on the weekend and it's nami walks now some of you might be familiar with this it happens pretty much all over the country. But this is Broward County's 5K walk, which happens at Nova Southeastern University on uh, Saturday morning. And not every Saturday morning. It happens on the 7th of October this weekend. That's why it happens this coming weekend. Uh, starting time for the walk is 8 a.m. I know some people like to sleep late. I like to sleep late when it comes to Saturday morning. But this particular morning, I will be there. And I, I, I hope you will be too. So it's not how far we walk, but how far we've come together. And, and, and that's the kind of theme that they're going with for this year. So it happens at Nova Southeastern University down there in Davie. Go ahead. Um, check out the website, Nami Broward namiwalksbroad.org register so you can be a part of this it, it, it's you know how I feel about mental health it's, it's one of the things that, that I'm, I address regularly it's one of the things I'm big on and NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness that's what they do so their event happens this, sat- this weekend this Saturday and it's it kicks off at 8 a.m. Now, reminding you all about the challenge, the 78390 challenge, it's still going on. It goes on till the end of the year, the calendar year, for those who started back in January. But if you want to start now and plan for 12 months from now, you can save in $10 increments. And this is how it works. You're doing either $10 or $5 increments. And each month, you increase that $10 by the number of the month. So if you had started in January, this being the 10th month, this is where you, you put away $100. Next month, you put away $110. December, you put away $120. At the end of the year, you'd have saved $780. Think of what that could cover for the new year. 
If you're saving in $5 increments, it's half that. You end up saving $390. See how that works? And this month will be the $50 month. So get on board with the challenge. You can start your own challenge right now. If you didn't start in January, you can start it now for next year. So you, you set your own calendar, you work with it, and you get it done. If you want to wait until the new year to get started, fine. But this was our challenge for this year. And also, if you have not yet get, gotten your copy of the audiobook, go ahead and connect now. So the book is titled Empowered, Essential Concepts and Strategy and strategies every woman should know about self-defense. And this was authored by Jonathan Field. Those of you who were listening to the broadcast last night, you'd have heard him on there. It, he, he, he authored this book, and I got the privilege of narrating it. So if you want to get your copy of the audiobook, you can find it on Audible. Quick way to find it, go to kevinstew.com. There is a link that is the book cover. Just click on it and it takes you straight to where you need to be to get your copy of Empowered, Essential Concepts and Strategies Every Woman Should Know About Self-Defense. Get yours today. Get one for someone that you know and love. And don't think that because it says Essential Concepts and Strategies Every Woman Should Know About Self-Defense that it's just for women. I learned so much as I narrated this book. It's, it's just awesome. So you can learn something too. And with gaining that knowledge, you get to teach someone. You get to teach your sister, your cousin, your daughter, your niece, your mother, your wife, your girlfriend, whomever. But you are armed with information. And there's nothing like the power of knowledge. So get your copy of the audiobook today and Get some knowledge. Be armed. Be ready. Yeah? Cool. We'll be right back after these messages. Those of you on Facebook Live, this is where we're going to part company. I'll take care. Come on over to kevinstew.com or the affiliate station. If that works for you, any of the affiliates, anywhere that you can listen to them. One Harmony Radio, Island Worldwide, NIE Radio, Radio, uh, Reggae Pulse Radio, Mix Mix 102.com. Earth 96 FM, out in Jamaica, the Foundation Reader Network, ClintonLindsay.com. All these are available to you. If you're listening on tuning, you can go to, to, to Kevin Stew, the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew on tuning. Or you can come right here, KevinStew.com, the home of the Night Shift, where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. We'll be right back. Is your church, business, or private event at risk of being left behind? Then let Pulse eMedia Group be your one-stop shop to capture your vision and mission for your business or showcase your church through live streaming. Celebrate your memories through photos and videos for your wedding, youth concerts, women's ministries, and men's outreach programs in action. We will even help you develop specialized ads to enhance and expand your opportunities to reach new clients and new seekers to better serve your community. At Pulse eMedia Group, it's not either or. Call us at 754-999-1140. Pulse Immedia Group. Come, come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. Or maybe he's teething. Maybe it's just a phase. Maybe... 
he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Ladies, lovers, lovers of the music, it is here. The brand spanking new album from Ed Robinson and Ian Sweetness. A tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Amazing. Ten blazing tracks. Two amazing singers going hit for hit. Classic for classic. A tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Ian Sweetness and Robinson. Oh, man. It's out now. Available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your music. It is there. A tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Brand spanking new. Ian Sweetness and Robinson. Ladies, gentlemen, you've got to have this in your collection. Get it now. Available everywhere. Bruv, my last baby already gone off to college, mate. Is what this is send come gimme, man. Is a big album still I love it. Big up Ed Robinson, Ian Sweetness, but this better come with a contraceptive. It's Chris Sinter representing for DJ Kevin. You see me, I say, I don't know the boss. You see me, I say, DJ Kevin's two and a night shift radio show. Yo, it at the thing, turn up the thing loud. Whoa, DJ Kevin's two at the heart of a champion. Never underestimate, just choose him. The silver line, the end of the clouds. DJ Kevin's still believing, and that's no doubt. Sell out the night shift with a show, Christine. This is a hot to talk. Loud to the beast. Music from Royce bringing us back from the break. Scott Jack is called The Madness. In the madness. And I will stay in the madness with you. You know, right in that moment when your head is confused, I'll stay in the madness with you. You have my word. I won't promise you because I don't make promises. But I do give my word. Yeah, I was always taught that I promise is a comfort to a fool. So, <sighs> no promise from me. But I give you my word. And what is a man if not... One to stand by his word. Mm. Anyway, welcome back to the broadcast. It's Healthy Love Night. And tonight we're talking about breast cancer in men. If there's a man in your life that is suffering from breast cancer, are you going to stick around and stand right there with him? You're going to provide that, 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 that bit of a shoulder, that, that help in that moment of madness. Will you be right there? We're looking at some of the exams that, that, that could be done to diagnose breast cancer in men. And we looked at the physical exam with the health history, clinical breast exams, mammograms. There are also ultrasounds, which is a procedure, procedure in which high-energy sound waves or ultrasound waves are bounced off internal tissues and organs, and it makes echoes which help to create an image. And so that is called a sonogram. And the picture is, pr is printed and can be looked at later. Real cool what you can do with sound waves. Then there is magnetic re resonance imaging. 
are MRIs, a procedure that uses a, a magnet, radio waves, and a computer to make a series of detailed pictures of both breasts. And this procedure is also called nuclear magnetic resonance imaging, NMRI. Then you have blood chemistry studies, a procedure in which a blood sample is checked to measure the amount of certain substances related or sorry, released into the blood by organs and tissues in the body. An unusual higher or lower than normal amount of a substance can be a sign of a disease. And certain cancers, you will definitely find that happening. Then you have your biopsy. The removal of cells or tissues so that they can be viewed under a microscope by a pathologist to check for signs of cancer. You got to look for those cancer cells. And there are four types of biopsies to check for breast cancer. So there's a excisional biopsy. There's the incisional biopsy. There's a core biopsy. And the fine needle aspiration, the FNA biopsy. The the excisional has is where there's a removal of an entire lump of tissue. The incisional is the removal of part of a lump. So you get a, a sample from that. The core is the removal of tissue using a wide needle. And the fine needle, well, that speaks for itself. It, it's removal of tissue using or fluid using a thin needle. Now, I kind of have a fear of needles. So, that would probably be one of my... My, my my last options, if that were me. However, in the face of adversity, I will become that lab subject, that test subject. I will be the one to say, okay, go ahead, stick it in there. Because we have to know. But that wide needle, that sounds scary. It really does. Decisions about the best treatment are based on the results from the tests. And the tests give information about how quickly the cancer may grow. It tells you how likely it is that the cancer will spread through the body, how well certain treatments might work, and how likely the cancer is to recur. That is basically how it can, the possibility of it coming back. Earlier in the broadcast, oh, and I, I should do this. I should give you all the number to get you in touch. 773-789-STEW. Those of you who are watching in numbers scrolling, scrolling across the bottom of your screen right now, it's 773-789-7839. Once again, 773-789-STEW. You can call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram. They all work. They get you right here, in studio, live and in living color. So, get yours, link up, <laughs> and 
share your views with me. Let me know what you think. Let me know if, if, if you've had an experience where there's a man in your life that has gone through this or is going through this. Share. We learn from each other when we share. Now, I mentioned earlier the Kleinfelter syndrome. And before I, I, I go too far down into looking at specifically at the breast cancer and the treatments and, and symptoms and things like that, Kleinfelter syndrome is sometimes referred to as Kleinfelter's or KS or XXY. I, I don't know who would be calling it randomly XXY because that just seems very abstract. But it's where boys and men are born with an extra X chromosome. And chromosomes are packages of genes found in every cell in the body. There are two types of chromosomes, and these are called the sex chromosomes that determine the genetic sex of a baby. These are named either X or Y. Usually, the female has two Xs. The male, one X, one Y. But Kleinfelter's syndrome is a boy that is born with an extra copy of the Y chromosome. Now, the X chromosome is not a female, quote-unquote, female chromosome, and is present in everyone. The presence of a Y chromosome, that denotes male sex. Now, the X chromosome, um, again, would be the two X's, you would think, would say, yes, <laughs> this is your female chromosome. But mm, not so much. Boys and men with Kleinfelter syndrome are still genetically male and often will not realize that they have this extra chromosome. But occasionally, it can cause problems. And those problems may require treatment. You can see where this is going when we're talking about breast cancer, right? Kleinfelter syndrome does not usually cause any obvious symptoms in early childhood, but even the later symptoms may be difficult to spot. Many boys and men do not realize that they have it. Possible features, which are not always present, may include in babies and toddlers, weak muscles and very flexible, um, hypermobile joints. Learning to sit up, crawl, walk and talk later than usual, being quieter or more passive than usual, having undescended testicles or only one testicle may descend or as they call it, drop, or having a smaller penis. In childhood, and this is as a baby, in childhood there's shyness and low self-confidence, problems with reading, writing, spelling, and paying attention. You may have mild dyslexia or um, dyspraxia. There may be low energy levels and difficulty socializing or expressing feelings. In teenagers, 
growing taller than expected for the family with long arms and legs. You may have broad hips, poor muscle tone, and slower than usual muscle growth. Reduced facial and body hair that starts growing later than usual. You may have small, firm testes and enlarged breasts. In adulthood, here comes the inability to have children naturally. You may have a low sex drive, small, firm testes, and you may end up with erection, erection problems. Now, many boys and men with Kleinfelter syndrome will not be significantly affected and can live normal, healthy lives. It's just that those things that I just mentioned could show up and would be key in, a key indicator that you have an extra X chromosome. Infertility tends to be the main problem, although there are treatments that can help with that. You know, fertility drugs. But men with Kleinfelter syndrome are at a slightly increased risk of developing other health problems. These problems include type 2 diabetes, weak and fragile bones. Well, I don't know. They might end up with type 1.5 diabetes. I remember I had addressed that some time ago. Cardiovascular disease and blood clots. Autoimmune disorders where the immune system mistakenly attacks the body. You know, things like lupus. Um, there may be an underactive thyroid gland, hypothyroidism. There may be anxiety, learning difficulties, and depression. Intelligence, however, is not usually affected. So don't confuse the two. You know, don't think that because someone has a learning disability that it means that they're not intelligent. Mm -mm. Then you have what we have been talking about all night. Male breast cancer. Again, very rare, but here it is. And these problems can usually be treated if they occur and testosterone replacement therapy may help reduce the risk of some of them. Again, Kleinfelder's syndrome is caused by an additional X chromosome. And, and, and you can look up um, more about Kleinfelter yourself. It's K-L-I-N-E-F-E-L-T-E-R. Kleinfelter syndrome. Now... Interestingly enough, the that 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 Kleinfelter's is one of the possible causes of breast cancer in men, where there's an extra X chromosome, and I say that's interesting because there's also the probability that estrogen and progesterone may play a risk in um play a part in breast cancer in men strangely enough now of course when you're looking at estrogen you immediately think huh female that extra x chromosome could play a, a role 
in that estrogen thing. But wait, there may be more to it than just that. What do you mean, Stu? Well, estrogen can be increased in the body naturally based on what it is that you're eating. And so, whereas you're encouraged to live healthy lives, you know, to, to develop healthy habits, those especially eating habits, those good things that, that you eat may increase your estrogen production. So, everybody knows that their bodies will change with age, Right? According to uclahealth.org, hair may turn gray, skin wrinkles, eyesight worsens, but hormonal changes are also happening below the surface. For people assigned female at birth, and, you know, this is how you have to make sure you, you say it these days, people assigned female at birth a decrease in estrogen can have a significant impact on how they feel. Most people only think of estrogen as a reproductive hormone, supporting reproductive organs and processes is, is its main function. But estrogen also plays a critical role in bone strength, heart health, and mood. So, we should have a balanced amount of progesterone and estrogen, right? Fortunately, there are ways to combat low estrogen. And they don't all involve hormone replacement therapy. There are treatments that contain female hormones. Um, that's your hormone replacement therapy. But you may be able to boost your estrogen levels naturally by eating certain foods and taking herbal and vitamin supplements. Now, low estrogen can be caused by a few things. Um, breastfeeding, cancer treatment, childbirth, e childbirth eating disorders, uh, having uterus removed. Now, of course, for a man, none of these things are happening, except the cancer treatment. So you may have a different kind of cancer and getting treated for it and boom, low estrogen. Well, not a big deal, right? Well, yes and no. And so you kind of have to pay attention to how one may affect the other because Again, you, with your tests to detect cancer, you have an estrogen and progesterone receptor test. And it's a test to measure the amount of estrogen and progesterone um, receptors in cancer tissue. And if there are more estrogen and progesterone receptors than normal, the cancer is called estrogen or progesterone receptor positive. And this type of breast cancer may grow more quickly. The test results show whether 
treatment to block estrogen and progesterone may help the cancer from growing. But you won't want to get it tested. And then there's a HER2 test. The HER2 test. And this is a lab test to measure how many HER2 or, or any U genes there are and how much the, of, of that type of protein is made in a sample of tissue. Now, if there are more HER2 genes or higher levels of the protein than normal, the cancer is called HER2 or NEU positive. This type of breast cancer may grow more quickly and is more likely to spread to other parts of the body. And the cancer may be treated with drugs that target HER2 proteins. And these cancers, these um, drugs would be like uh, Trastu, what's it called? Trastuzumab and Pertuzumab. Don't know if you've ever heard of them. I had never heard of them until I came across this material. So that was new to me. What they do, how they function, are there side effects from these drugs? I don't know. I haven't looked at that. But that is something that you should look at. If you, at any point in time you're prescribed a drug, prescribed a treatment, it is within your rights. You have all right to ask. You have in fact, you should ask. You should exercise that right. Because this is your body and you are the only one that knows what is going on with it when you are introducing something to it. You're introducing a new treatment. You're introducing a new drug. You need to know what is happening. Because from that feedback, those that you have entrusted with your care can now take the next step. But until you pay attention to what is going on in your body... Yeah, you'll miss it. And as such, would end up in a worse off situation than you should be. So, yes, estrogen can play a role with, some, with, with, with breast cancer in men. And there are some stages of male breast cancer that we need to be aware of. So we're going to take a, another quick little break. And when we come back, we're going to look at some of those stages. We're broadening our, our horizons. We're opening our minds to understand that there's a whole lot more that goes on when it comes to, to, to cancers than we realize. And in this case, breast cancer, because it affects men too. And... With this being the month that breast cancer gets uh, a lot of recognition, we, we should not be leaving our men out. Not to say that we want to be included in everything. No. It's just that we need to be aware. And we need to be aware of the things that could possibly cause it. Whereas you may not have a real trigger. My mother had a type of cancer that was very rare at the time, multiple myeloma. Nobody else in my family has had anything even remotely close to it. It just happened. It randomly happened to my mother. And that was it. 
So it may randomly happen to you as a man just going about your business one day you just feel funny on your chest something just feel funny on your chest and there's this lump and or there's this 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 redness or there's this discharge from your nipple and you're wondering what is going on here only to find out that you have breast cancer far-fetched not at all is it without treatment not at all is it something we need to be aware of definitely so let's go ahead and become more aware yes we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back today in school i learned a lot in chemistry i learned that no one likes me in english i learned that i'm disgusting and in physics i learned that i'm a loser today in school i learned that i'm ugly and useless and in gym i learned that i'm pathetic in a joke in history i learned that i'm trash today in school i learned that i have no friends in english i learned that i make people sick and at lunch i learned that i sit on my own because i smell in chemistry i learned that no one in biology i learned that i'm fat and stupid in english and in math i learned that i'm trash the only thing i didn't learn in school today the only thing i didn't learn today the only thing i didn't learn is why no one ever helps kids witness bullying every day they want to help but they don't know how teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov a message from the ad council Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. Yes, yes, yes. Akar Mantino, I'm making notes right now. You are locked in to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. This is music from Shereen Campbell bringing us back from the break. The track is called Grateful. It's good to be grateful, to recognize the things that um, you've been blessed with, yeah? Go ahead and be grateful uh, without apology. Those of you just joining in, better to be late than never to be here at all. Welcome to the night shift to DJ Kevin Stewart's Healthy Love Night. And tonight we're looking at breast cancer in men. Sounds strange. Yeah, I get it. Um, Is it so far-fetched? No, it's not. And so, here it is. We, We open our minds and pay attention to things that are happening. Not so popular, but still are happening. 
and so with this being the month that breast cancer is 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 recognized more than the other months not to say that it doesn't exist all year round i thought it would be a nice twist to focus on the men with something that normally you 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 hear it immediately you go to women but it affects men too now there are stages of male breast cancer and some key points to take away from this is after breast cancer has been diagnosed tests are done to find out if cancer cells have spread within the breast or to other parts of the body one of the things that i had found out when i was looking at breast cancer in men is that it tends to be more malignant which means those of you who struggle with the malignant and benign are those of us <laughs> that struggle with it because i struggled with it for years and if it is not something that you're paying attention to, you probably end up continuously struggling with it. The mal- malignant forms of or malignant tumors tend to be the more aggressive types of tumors. Those are the ones that will, will, will spread to other parts of the body quickly and wreak havoc. Benign tend to be more centralized. It's generally in one particular area. So a lot of people would get the, the, the misconception that, you know, your benign tumors are okay to have, but your malignant tumors is almost like a death sentence. It's not quite like that. They're they're equally dangerous. Okay. Maybe not equally. But they're both something that you should pay attention to. And so the more you learn about them, the, 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 the more the lines become blurred. It's not that distinctive anymore. But you you tend to be less worried about a benign tumor than you are a malignant one. Because historically speaking, malignant tumors tend to be more active and so cause more problems. But I digress. There are three ways that cancer spreads in the body. Cancer may spread from where it began to other parts of the body. And in breast cancer, stages based on the size and location of the primary tumor, the spread of the cancer to nearby lymph nodes and other parts of the body, tumor grade, and whether certain biomarkers are present. So uh, just looking at some, 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 some key points when it comes to stages of um, breast cancer. So let's quickly, and I could continue down the list, but let's touch on them real quickly before we get into musical therapy. So after diagnosis, you recognize, yes, breast cancer is there, and all of a sudden you're not feeling as manly as you used to be. Because now you have breast cancer, something that you have always associated with women. Well, it's diagnosed. Tests are done to find out if, if, if cells have spread within the breast or to other parts of the body. This process is called staging. The information gathered from staging, the staging process, determines the stage of the disease. So it is important to know the stage in order to plan your type of treatment 
breast cancer in men is staged the same as it is in women. The spread of cancer from the breast to lymph nodes and other parts of the body appears to be similar in men and women. Again, structurally, there are only a few differences between men and women. So, if a condition like cancer affects women a certain way, it wouldn't be so far-fetched to think that it would affect men. The same type of cancer would affect men in a similar fashion. There are tests and procedures that may be used in the staging process. Sentinel lymph node biopsy is one where the removal of the sentinel lymph node during surgery occurs. The sentinel lymph node is the first lymph node in the group of lymph nodes to receive lymphatic drainage from the primary tumor. It is the first lymph node the cancer is likely to spread to from the primary tumor. A radioactive substance and or blue dye is injected near the tumor. The substance or dye flows through the lymph ducts to the lymph nodes. The first lymph node to receive the substance or the dye, that is the node that is removed. A pathologist views the tissue under a microscope to look for cancer cells. And if cells are not found, it may not be necessary to remove, to remove more lymph nodes. Sometimes a sentinel lymph node is found in more than one group of nodes. Depends on how the cells spread. You, there's a chest x-ray and an x-ray of the organs and bones inside the chest is basically what is done here. And again, this is a type of energy beam that can go through the body and onto film, making a picture of areas inside the body. Simple explanation of an x-ray. Then there's a CT or CAT scan, and this is a procedure that makes a series of detailed pictures of areas inside the body taken from different angles. The pictures are made by a computer linked to an x-ray machine. A dye may be injected into a vein or swallowed to help the organs or tissues show up more clearly. This procedure is called computer tomography. And computerized tom tomography or computerized axial tomography, which is your CT or your CAT, CAT scan. There's also a procedure to check if there, are any, if there are rapidly dividing cells such as cancer cells in the bone, which is your bone scan. A very small amount of radioactive material is injected into a vein and travels through the bloodstream. And the radioactive material collects in the bones with cancer and is detected by a scanner. That's just simply how it goes. Then there is positron emission tomography scan or PET scan. This is a procedure to find malignant tumors in to malignant tumor cells in the body. A small amount of radioactive glucose is injected into a vein. The PET scanner rotates around the body and makes a picture of where glucose is being used in the body. 
malignant tumor cells show up brighter in the picture because they are more active and take up more glucose than normal cells do. So you, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure many of us have heard that when it comes to cancer, you should stay away from sugar. Cancer cells love sugar. And this is why this glucose test is used when you're doing a PET scan because or the, the, the introduction of glucose is used because these cells love sugar. So it's, it, it kind of sounds crazy that you're going to feed the cells more sugar in order to detect them when you think about it. But such is the nature of science, isn't it? So there you have your PET scan. Now there are three ways that cancer spreads in the body. Can spread through tissue, can spread through the lymph system, the lymphatic system, and it can spread through blood. Three ways. With tissue, the cancer spreads from where it began by growing into nearby areas. With the lymphatic system, the cancer spreads from where it began by getting into the lymph system. The cancer tra travels through the lymphatic vessels to other parts of the body. And then through the blood, where the cancer spreads from where it began by getting into the blood. The cancer travels through the blood vessels to other parts of the body. And so it does what is called metastasizing. So this is where cancer cells break away from where they began, your primary tumor, and travels through the lymphatic system or the blood systems, the veins and arteries to get to other parts of the body. So it doesn't just get up and say, okay, I'm going to move to this location or that location. It just really just spreads. The cancer gets into the lymph system, travels through the lymph vessels and forms a tumor in another part of the body. A metastatic tumor where basically it just moves and really and truly it's just parts of the, 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 the tumor that has gone somewhere else to set up shop and so now you have these tumors popping up all over the body so the cancer spreads the metastatic tumor is the same type of cancer as a primary tumor if, it, if breast cancer, for example, spreads to the bone, the cancer cells in the bone are actually breast cancer cells. The disease is metastatic breast cancer, not bone cancer. And I think that is, is, is something that, 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 generally speaking, where cancers are, are related, we need to be aware of. That initial cancer that develops, that metastat metastasis. <laughs> and I, I don't know which scientist it was that coined that word. Whomever it was, he deserves a metastatic lick. <laughs> but anyway, um, in all seriousness, the the... Cancer is the same cancer, whether it is it starts in the breast and it moves to the lungs, to the stomach, to the bones, 
it's still breast cancer. As long as it, it, that is where it started and it moved, it, it metastasized, it traveled, it broke off and spread, this is the same cancer. It's not that you got one cancer and it developed it and now you have a different cancer and a different type of treatment. No, no, no. If the cancer cells are in your body and it starts in, started in one place, whatever cancer cells it is, is the same cancer cells that is going to be treated in the other parts of the body. So the treatment remains the same. It should. Anyway, based on what we're learning, it should. In breast cancer, stage is based on the size and location of the primary tumor. The spread of cancer to nearby lymph nodes and other parts of the body, tumor grade, and whether certain biomarkers are present. Now, to plan the best treatment and understand your prognosis, it's important to know the breast cancer stage. There are three types of breast cancer group, stage groups. Your clinical prognostic stage is used first to assign a stage for all patients based on their history, their health history, based on their physical exam, based on imaging tests, if any are done, and it's based on biopsies. The clinical prognostic stage is, is, is described by the TNM system, the Tumor Grade and Biomarker Status, ERPR, HER2, um, also plays a role in, in the staging. In clinical staging, mammography or ultrasound is used to check the lymph nodes for signs of cancer. Then you have the path pathological prognostic stage. That is then used for patients who have surgery as their first treatment. The pathological prognostic stage is based on all clinical information, biomarker status, and lab, lab test results from breast tissue and lymph nodes removed during surgery. Then there's the anatomic stage. And this is based on the size and spread of cancer as described by the TNM system. The anatomic stage is used in parts of the world where biomarker testing is not available. It is not used in the United States. Now, the, with TNM, the T is for tumor and refers to the, the size and location of the tumor. Um, I probably should have put this image up for you guys. But let me, I wonder if I could get it up for you really quickly. Let me, let me, let me do this. Let me see if I can work some magic and get this up to show you. Um, because it is important okay let me see if all right so hmm nope <laughs> just trying to get this image up for you guys and it doesn't seem like i'll be getting it up for you 
Um, I try to work all kind of magic when when I'm doing this. Um, da 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 da. da. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's not it. All right, so, all right, I I can't get that image up for you. This is is one of those rare moments where it just not working for us. But the tumor sizes is what I was trying to show you. They're often measured in millimeters or centimeters. And they're common items that they're compared with to show the size of a tumor. From a one millimeter, which is like a sharp pencil point, or a two millimeter, which is the point of a new crayon, or the the top of a, a pencil eraser, the diameter of that five millimeter area. You have a 10 millimeter being like a P, um, a 20 millimeter being like a peanut, and a 50 millimeter being a lime. So that's how you can compare sizes. And you may hear of sizes like um, size of a, a, a grapefruit, a tumor the size of a grapefruit. You know that's a massive tumor. But then the size of a pea or the size of a pencil eraser, a regular pencil eraser. I'm not talking about the giant pencils. No, I'm talking about a regular pencil eraser. Now, um, when you're measuring your T sizes, your TX is where the tumor size cannot be assessed. Then you have your T0, which is no sign of a primary tumor. Then your TIS, your carcinoma in situ, there are two types of breast carcinoma in situ, SITU. Your TIS, DCIS, and this is a condition in which abnormal cells are found in the lining of a breast duct and the cells have not spread outside the duct to other tissues in the breast. Then you have your Paget's disease, which is a disease of the nipple, where abnormal cells are found in the skin cells of the nipple and may spread to the areola. Then you have your T1. The tumor is 20 millimeters or smaller. Four subtypes of a T1 tumor. Um, Tumor is a millimeter or smaller Larger than 1 millimeter, larger than 5 millimeters, but not larger than 10 millimeters, is your T1B. Your T1A is larger than 1 millimeter. Then your T1C is a tumor that is larger than 10 millimeters, but not larger than 20. When you, want, when you get to tumors sizes that are larger than 20 millimeters, those are your T2s, and those go up to 50 millimeters. Then you have your T3s, which are larger than 50 millimeters. And your T4s, where the tumor is described as T4A, being that has grown into the chest wall. 
T4b tumor has grown into the skin and also has formed on the surface of the skin on the breast or a small small tumor nodules have formed in the same breast as the primary tumor and or there's a swelling of the skin on the breast then you have your t4c's where the tumor has grown into the chest wall and the skin and your t4d inflammatory breast cancer one third or more of the skin on the breast is red and swollen and like i said before pew de orange or pew de orange you know if you want to be all foreign with it and all when the lymph nodes are removed by surgery and studied under the microscope by a pathologist your pathologic staging is used to describe the lymph nodes the pathologic staging of lymph nodes is described like this. Your NX, similar to your TX, no, the lymph nodes cannot be assessed. And your NOs or N0s, no sign of cancer in the lymph nodes, are tiny clusters of cancer cells, not larger than 0 0.2, 0.2 millimeters in the lymph nodes. Then you have your N1s, which is Break, it also breaks down into categories. Your N1MI, which is cancer spread to the auxiliary armpit area, the auxiliary area, or the auxiliary lymph nodes, which are in the armpit area. Because again, remember, we're focusing on breast cancer, and specifically breast cancer in men. I probably should have that up as my topic again. I lost it a few moments ago. Didn't realize. Um... So in this area, it's 0.2 millimeters, not larger than 2 millimeters. Your N1A spread to 1 to 3 auxiliary lymph nodes. And the cancer in at least one of the lymph nodes is larger than 2 millimeters. Your, at your N1A, your N1B cancer spread to lymph nodes near the breastbone and on the same side as the body. Same side of the body as the primary tumor and so it goes on n1c goes to your n2s go to your n3s your n2s have n2a n2b your n3s n2a n3b or the cancer has spread to four to nine auxiliary lymph nodes and cancer in at least one of the lymph nodes is larger than two millimeters so there there are these factors that that, that play a role in getting to the stage that your your breast cancer is and so men don't think that because your breasts or your 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 mammary glands are much smaller than those of women that you don't have to worry about all those things that women experience when they have breast cancer no like we said earlier, it's the same type of cancer. It's, it, it operates the same way. It spreads the same way. It affects you the very same way. Now, do you get treated by removing your breast as a man? It, that probably is not noticeable at all. But removing the tumor is, I guess that would be less psychologically traumatic for a man 
than it is for a woman because here it is the woman has developed breasts over time and it may be one of her features that makes her attractive you know what i mean and so here it is she has had these friends of hers for all her life and now she has to part with one or both of them things at that point change her whole appearance changes it can have a psychological effect on her people around her now are are, are charged with the task of reminding her that she is more than what she looks like are the people around you equipped to give you that kind of support are you equipped to give that kind of support to someone else and so we don't often think of that side of it when we look at cancers but for a man the mere fact that you're diagnosed with breast cancer almost immediately emasculates because here it is you have a condition that is known to affect women it's all about how we 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 think isn't it more often than not this is how we think should it be how we think no is it how we think yes is there things that that that, that we can do to change our thought processes Yes, they are. And it starts with individuals and individuals that we, we, we keep in our corners. How is it that we interact with each other? Do we take time to get to learn self? Do we take time to grow and share off the, the, the new knowledge of self with each other without shame? Because that's the other part of it. So now you've developed breast cancer as a man can you proudly get up and say boy you know this is a condition that i have and i'm going to need for you to give me some support as i deal with this can you do that with confidence or does it come with an air of shame now of course when you stop and think about it to be ashamed of a medical condition of which you have no control over. That's just crazy. But it is what happens. It is what we do. This is how we operate in our environment. This is why we are charged with making a difference. Those who have a voice and have an opportunity to, 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 to let their voices be heard. Those who can get up and stand in front of a crowd and say something that leaves people thinking or sends them packing. Either way, you are charged with the responsibility of letting some people, letting someone know that there's more to this whole thing than what you get on the surface 
So here it is, a man has breast cancer. Okay, let's rally. Because the woman that has breast cancer immediately gets that rallying around her. When she has gotten over the, oh no, I'm going to die. Breast cancer is not a death sentence. Life is a death sentence. Think about that for a moment. If it happens that you have cancer, yes, this is how you, you, you may go out. But your death sentence, that was signed when you were born. You just weren't given a timeline on which to expect it to happen. Developing cancer is one that typically gives you a timeline to work with. But your sentence was issued the day you were born. Scary as it may seem, we don't have forever. So, whether it be male or female, when breast cancer shows up, you also need to show up for those who are going through it. Because one of the things that helps is a a, a better frame of mind. To be at peace with self. To to know that you have a support system. For the days when you know you're going to be low. There's a shoulder you can lean on, a a hand you can hold, an arm that can help you up. And these things are important when it comes to going through something that can be terminal, like breast cancer. So as we go through this month of breast cancer awareness, do remember the men. Do remember the fathers, the brothers, the uncles, the boyfriends, the husbands, the sons. Remember them. Because the challenge exists for them too. Yes, the percentage, the, the, the probability, they're low. But that doesn't mean there are none. And as we think about that, let's be aware of the women. Yes, my focus has been on men with breast cancer tonight, but we we off, we cannot leave out the women because <laughs> they're the ones who typically have to deal with it. And not because they typically deal with it that we are going to ignore the fact that they are going through something. We need to be there with that kind of support that we would expect to get as men. And <laughs> I know as a man, when I get sick, I want to get pampered. I want to get that support. I am baby when I get sick. So, let's be there for our babies. Whether it's a woman being there for the man or the man being there for the woman. As we go through this Breast Cancer Awareness Month, let's be aware. Let's go ahead and and, and try to find out something that you didn't know about breast cancer. Ask someone who has been through it what their experience has been like. And listen Don't just ask them to hear. Listen. 
learn something, and be a support. We're going to jump into musical therapy. This is music from Marjorie Kay. Her rendition of No Man is an Island. I got a part company with y'all. So I gotta say, hey, remember, look out for members of your community. And do remember your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. For those that you pass on the bus, the plane, the boat, or the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for them today, because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you. Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here, kevinstew.com and affiliates. Catch me on Saturdays, Reggae Global Radio, 8 p.m. Eastern. Y'all take care. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world from right here and so forth. I bid you all a good night. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. I'm out of here. Take care. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.